Welcome back to Between Two White Coats, a podcast designed to help you be the healthiest version of yourself. I'm Dr. Michelle Plaster, a family medicine doctor. And I'm her co-host, Amber Foster, a family nurse practitioner. In our combined 30 years in medicine, we've seen a lot. We're discussing key issues surrounding health and wellness, answering some of our biggest questions, overcoming health obstacles, and giving patient-centered advice in hopes of educating you and providing the tools you need to live a healthy life. If you find our podcast helpful, please consider subscribing so you don't miss an episode. And don't forget to leave us a five-star rating and review. This will help other people find our podcast. Thanks for joining us. We look forward to serving you. Thank you for joining us today on Between Two White Coats. Today, I'm super excited to um, introduce my friend, Dr. Jamie Adams. Uh, She's a chiropractor, and so we're excited to hear what she has to say today. Welcome. Thank you so much. I'm so excited uh, to be here and to chat with you ladies today. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. Um, Introduce yourself to our listeners. So hi, my name is Dr. Jamie Adams, and I'm a chiropractor. I've been practicing now for almost 12 years. It'll be 12 years in December. Um, I have two locations. I have a Covington office, um, which is, I've been practicing it for 10 years, and I just opened a second location. We're celebrating our one-year anniversary on the 23rd of this month, actually. Um, And I have two kiddos. My son will be 16 next week. My daughter's 13. Um, My husband and I have been married almost 18 years. And fun fact is I love to do Olympic style weightlifting, competed in several national weightlifting events and just competed over the weekend and I won first place in You my, did yes, and for girl. my for my age group, second for my weight or no first place in my weight class, second in my age group. So that is so impressive. Yeah, is so Don't impressive. mess with Dr. Jamie Adams. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> that is exactly right. That's awesome. Congratulations. You. And your Thank second you. location that you opened is right here in the wonderful city of Monroe. Really excited to expand our practice into this area. And we are so happy. So Monroe is where our practice is and it's awesome that we can share patients. We appreciate you yes. being here. Thank you so much. Uh, tell us a little bit about your practice. So our Covington location and our Monroe location, we are basically a wellness family chiropractic office, but we do specialize in prenatal and pediatric care. We love seeing our pregnant mamas. We love seeing our babies through there. And um, we just love taking care of families in general. All right, so there's a lot of misconceptions about chiropractors. So would you give us kind of a brief synopsis of schooling like what what made you decide to become a chiropractor and then what was the path to get there yeah so definitely there's a lot of misconceptions um, going around about what we do um, and who we are in general and how we can take care of the community and take care of families so the path to becoming a chiropractor is pretty intensive it's a three and a half to five year program over four thousand classroom hours of um, diagnosis x-ray biochem pathology anatomy physiology neurology Um, (laughs) I mean really the only difference that we have is that we don't really do any of the pharmacology side of, uh, of, of when we're looking at healthcare. So we have a lot of training in x-ray interpretation, taking analysis, neurology, of course, because we deal a lot with the nervous system, uh, anatomy, because we deal with the spine. Um, and then of course, if you want to specialize in something, then you're, there's extra coursework on top of that. So you can become certified in extremities and pediatrics and prenatal care uh, modalities, um, there's all sorts of uh, extra credentialing that can be involved once you complete your chiropractic training. I do think that people are very unclear as to how competitive and how extensive the training is. 
you know, chiropractors get a bachelor's degree and then it is very competitive to get into chiropractic yeah. school. Yeah. And I know many people, people that we've been blessed to employ that go all over the country because that's where they got into chiropractic school. And then they spend a good three to five years post bachelor's degree. Right. So, you know, very similar to medical training in the, um, uh, workload that you have to do yeah. that you know people aren't doing a full-time job in chiropractic school in the evening yeah. um, it is it's like going to med school you know it's yeah. very it's uh, you've got to be committed and it's very challenging uh, yeah I've been asked a couple of times on more than one occasion so is it like a weekend course that you take to become a chiropractor <laughs> um, it's a little bit more than just a weekend seminar yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so um, but what got you interested in chiropractic care so I actually chiropractic is my second career. After I finished a bachelor's degree in chemistry, I went on to graduate school for medicinal chemistry. And I spent four years working towards drug synthesis, um, chemotherapy uh, drug synthesis. And while I was there, I really was thinking, wow, we're making drugs to help people that have a potentially terminal illness. And when I'm having to put a full hazmat suit on just to work with chemicals that people are going to put in their body that could be potential carcinogens themselves, it really made me kind of think and step back, like, is this really something that we're doing to help heal our bodies? Or are we just really doing more harm than good. And so I started doing a lot of research and I had been introduced to chiropractic when I was an undergrad. And um, I, at that point I had thought a little bit about it, but having a degree in chemistry, I really wanted to, that's what I wanted. I thought that I wanted to do was pursue something more along those lines. And the more I started to think and the more I started to do research, I was like, you know, I really think that there might be another way. There might be a better way for our bodies to, to really express our true health. And that's really what got me doing more research into chiropractic and after four years of being in uh, graduate school it really was almost a god thing I would say that got me into chiropractic because I my husband and I got married my second year when I was in grad school and I found out going into my fourth year that I was expecting my son and being pregnant you really can't work in a lab where you're exposed to a lot of yeah thank, really thank dangerous god they don't chemicals. have maternity hazmat suits <laughs> oh, right, right exactly and so at that point I was like you know I really felt like God was was working in my brain because that idea of chiropractic really started popping back up in my head again. So I went online and started doing some research. And I was like, I really think that this is really what I want to do. So I applied to chiropractic school. Um, My son was born in May, and I started the program in July. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. And then I graduated um, three and, like, nine months later because chiropractic school was – quarter system. So I graduated the program. I started in July, graduated December of three and a half years later. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk a little bit about the misconceptions that go with chiropractic care. I am, I, Amber and I have always advocated for a lot of different complementary therapies, chiropractic certainly being one of them. Um, I think people are confused as to the role of different fields of medicine, and then that confusion just opens for them to fill in the gaps themselves, often without any kind of accuracy. Um, and I think probably of all the fields, chiropractic has the most misconceptions. It is without doubt that we frequently have someone go, oh, I have strong feelings about chiropractors. 
And I'll say, well, why? You know, what experience have you had? None. <laughs> and where did those strong feelings come from? So let's talk about what do you think are the biggest misconceptions around chiropractic medicine? So that's a great question. Um, I think the biggest con- con- uh, misconceptions come from the fact that people may just not have a true understanding of exactly what it is that we do in how we do what we do. Um, a lot of people think that we just come in and we just are gonna sprinkle some fairy dust over you <laughs> and um, you know, maybe do some little weird chants or something and that's really so far from, from what it is that we do. Um, I know, um, you know, as far as uh, the training that we have, our analysis, our techniques are very, very specific. We're highly trained to be able to thoroughly assess your spine, your nervous system, your health to really figure out what's going on so that way we can give you the best plan of action, the best course of treatment to really meet your health goals and your health needs. So there is really a lot of thought that goes behind what I'm doing as far as our conversations that we have. There's a lot that goes behind your exam and your evaluation process to really make sure that we're tackling exactly what it is that's going on. What would you say are some of the most common things that chiropractic care can assist with? So that's a great question. So uh, within our scope, we are trained to treat and diagnose what we call a vertebral subluxation. Big fancy word, really a vertebral subluxation is just a misalignment of the bones in your spine. And there's a lot that goes in uh, to a vertebral subluxation. There's a lot of neurology involved with that. So when we have these misalignments of our spine, um, it can really change a lot as far as our health is concerned. So when we get to segments that are shifted out of normal alignment, it really activates a lot of the sensory receptors in that area. So it affects the facet joints, it affects the, it, it, it um, affects the Golgi tendon organs, it sends a message to the brain saying, hey, there's something that's not right in this area. The brain sends a response at that point. And there's one of three or three things that can really happen. It's gonna alter your posture, it's going to increase inflammation in that area, and it's gonna increase the cortisol levels in the body because now the sympathetics are activated. And so, what we're doing is we're assessing to see what, again, is going on in that area. And when all of those things happen, it can cause all sorts of different health challenges. So people mostly seek us out because they have pain. Because, of course, if we think of bones being misaligned, it's irritating the surrounding structures. It's irritating the nerves. Now we have pain. Now we have tenderness. Now we can have a sciatic radiculopathy, a carpal tunnel radiculopathy. But really, too, because now we're talking increased inflammation in the body, increased cortisol levels in the body, now we're looking at other types of health challenges, such as um, you know, high blood pressure situations. It could be um, reduced immune system function. It could be um, high blood sugar problems. It could be digestive issues. It could be all sorts of different health challenges that are kind of a result of the cascading effect of our brain just not being able to fully communicate with the body. And so does everything start from a back, neck, spinal related issue for chiropractic care? Or could it be someone who's just saying, I'm super fatigued, I just don't feel right. And would that person see a chiropractor? Absolutely, um, because not only are we trained to assess vertebral subluxations, if you have the extra coursework and the extra knowledge base behind it, we can also look at 
all right, how, how are your adrenal glands functioning? Are we having an adrenal fatigue situation? What kind of, what are you putting in your body? What are your hormones doing right now? Again, are your hormones affecting how you're feeling or affecting your fatigue? Um, so that, again, there are so many different aspects of the body that we can look at to see what is functioning well versus what is not functioning well. Because at the end of the day, that's what our goal is, is we look at your body as a whole to see, are you functioning at your 100% potential? Because if you're not, why? Let's get that fixed and let's figure out where the issue is. Do you all utilize labs very often? Do you do blood work? I know you mentioned that a lot of your training is on x-rays. I know it's very Mm -hmm. common Mm -hmm. that people will get imaging studies as part of their chiropractic workup trying to figure out what you're treating. Um, What about any other um, extra additional testing like lab testing? That's a great question. So in our practice, I do not do lab testing. I know some chiropractors do uh, lab testing. Um, What we might do is maybe send you off to get a lab panel done, and then we can assess and talk about it after the fact. I, like I mentioned, I I don't particularly do labs in our in our location, but I'll happily sit down and discuss maybe some abnormal findings that there might be. Awesome. I think that this is where sometimes, you know, unfortunately in medicine, we are on a lot of islands. And I think this is where uh, primary care and chiropractic medicine can complement each other so well, because we do not have as extensive of training in looking at things like adrenal fatigue. Um, however, we are going to be more of doing the diagnostic workup for these things and then referring to chiropractors for different things that will be more of their area of expertise. Yeah. Well, you said also, like, I'm going to look at, like, what's your diet, what's your stress level. Like, those are things we do as well. So mm-hmm. those are complement, like, complementary, is that the yeah. right word? Yeah. Um, you know, things that we're doing together to say, hey, like, what are you putting in your body? And how are you feeling? And are you functional? Right. Because um, if you're not functional, then you have a cascade of other things that are wrong. Exactly, exactly. And that's the one thing that we, that I talk so much to my patients about. Like, we spend a few minutes together in the office, but what you're doing outside of here is so, so, so important. Like, how much water are you drinking? Again, what are you putting in your body? How much rest are you getting? What are your stress levels? Like, we need to attack and address all of those things. So, not only are you going to get great chiropractic care when you come in to see us, but we're going to talk about lifestyle because if you're not making a change out there, it's going to be hard to see the results that you want in here. I think that I, people have gravitated. So as there are people who are like, I have strong feelings about chiropractors, people have strong feelings either way. There are some people who will start their care at their chiropractic office. And then mm-hmm. sometimes the chiropractor saying, I think maybe this is your sugar and you need to see your primary care uh, about this. Um, But I think people also really gravitate to chiropractors because chiropractors have um, been able to embrace lifestyle medicine a lot better than traditional primary cares. Amber and I talk about this a lot that we think our healthcare system is fairly broken and it becomes very much tag you with a diagnosis and then what prescription is going to treat that. And uh, a lot of people feel abandoned by that approach. Like, I don't want to be just tagged with a diagnosis and then given another pill and then given another pill. And I think people are really gravitating to chiropractic medicine because it's interesting that you found chiropractic medicine because you thought, what are we putting into people's bodies through all of these um, pharmaceuticals? And is that the best approach or a necessary approach? And, you know, we would definitely agree that that is not the best approach or, or always a necessary. We, we use the medicines, we write the prescriptions all day long. But it's funny, once I get a prescription for something, I'm like, ooh, 
do I really want to take that? Yeah. Like, what am I doing here? Is there another option? But, you know, in, in typical healthcare, we're not always giving people those other options to prescriptions. And I think in chiropractic medicine, because prescriptions really aren't the treatment option, you get to talk about all these other yeah. things. And like they listen. Yeah. <laughs> people listen. You know? Like, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. We definitely have that in common. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that too because, and you know, you hit the nail on the head there. Is a lot. Of, I mean, I talk to people all day long, every day, and thank goodness that we do have life-saving medications in the event that we that we need them. But a lot of people are just feel the same way. It's like, is this really fixing the issue, or yeah. are we just masking symptoms? Like, why am I having this problem? Like, right. what is the underlying cause? Let's tackle that. And again, it, it is out of my scope as a chiropractor to really talk to people about the medications that they're taking that's always something i refer you need to talk to your doctor about this but let's get your body functioning better let's get you eating better let's get you moving let's get you some water because you're super dehydrated and let's go from there and see what we can do to really just increase how your body's working to get you feeling much better so I'm definitely hearing that it's in scope and chiropractic training and expertise to deal with anything related to the spine or at least to start there and recognize yeah. whether chiropractic is going to be the best treatment or whether they may need to move on to something else. Yeah. Um, anything related with lifestyle medicine, really healthy living and looking at different approaches to the daily decisions that we make for our health. Um, let's talk more about what's out of scope. If someone is seeing a chiropractor and they're saying, does this guy or girl know what she's doing? Is this is this okay? Is this what they're, this didn't sit right with me? What would be the kind of things that people would want to know? Hey, that might be a chiropractor who's practicing outside of scope. Oh, okay. So um, again, anytime we try to, or anytime someone may try to consult on thing uh, prescriptions, because that's definitely out of our scope um whether or not a surgery might be necessary because again anything surgical because at least in the state of georgia there are some states that chiropractors are allowed to practice minor surgery we are not here um so anything related along those lines um prescription wise you know we cannot treat um fractures um i had someone come in that had a fractured clavicle and they're like can you just like reset this for me <laughs> I actually cannot do that. So let's get you to the emergency room. Um, so really things along those lines are really kind of what you want to be looking for um, as far as, um, and really using the word, I can treat this symptom. Because really at the end of the day, the only thing we, we treat is vertebral subluxation. We, because we can correct spinal subluxations, the effect that that has on your body is really where the healing comes. Because again, we're increasing the function. So anytime a chiropractor says, well, I can cure this problem and I can fix this. Well, you're not really fixing anything. You're fixing the subluxation. The body is doing the rest. So that's kind of where you want to be mindful. I, um, I think that some chiropractors have done a fantastic job of having non-pharmaceutical chronic pain programs where they really are trying to get to the core of what's causing the pain. Um, we see a lot of depression that comes with chronic pain and other things um, because of all of this endocrine adjustment that's happening in your body because you're in a constant fight or flight and in so much pain and your body doesn't know how to react. Um, and so I think also, you know, there's been some great lifestyle and for the people who say, I don't want to take the pill. I want to really try to do the best I can with the situation that I have. Um, and I think chiropractors have done a good job with that. Um, talk to us about whether insurance pays for chiropractic medicine. 
So insurance does sometimes uh, cover chiropractic care. Um, Most major health insurance companies, Medicare, UHC, Blue Cross Blue Shield, um, sometimes I'm not uh, in network with Aetna or Humana. There may be some benefits there. Um, So insurance does sometimes cover chiropractic. Medicare does um, cover a good bit of the chiropractic adjustment part. They don't typically cover the day one exam or any x-rays. Um, but they might cover care after that. And if you do get chiropractic care, it's usually not going to be, the insurance is not going to cover perhaps all of the recommendations that I might give you. They may cover a few visits, but they may not cover everything. And so because chiropractic is, for some insurance, considered a specialty, a lot of times the copay may be more than what a self-pay rate might be. So we're always going to, if someone has insurance, of course, we're going to file it for them. Um, our offices do file Medicare and United Healthcare. Um, and so sometimes. The yeah, answer is sometimes. That is, that is, I think that is the answer. <laughs> I, I, yeah, typically, <laughs> if, if you ask us, does insurance pay this? The answer is always the same. I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's, it's very difficult to know. There's always exceptions and yeah. insurance will pay what seems the same um, one time, but not the next. Exactly. And so I, I think the advice to people would be, if you're really wondering this, is to reach out to your insurance and see what it is, but to not be surprised that it, and, and to then reach to the chiropractic office that you're interested in, because some chiropractors have chose to not do insurance because there is a lot of pushback, I think, at times for getting paid. Um, but to speak to your insurance first, speak to the chiropractic office that you're interested in, and then to recognize that just because insurance says, yes, we will, doesn't mean that everything will fall under that or that there won't be some responsibility on the patient's part. Because and also, too, we tell our patients, you know, kind of read the fine line because it says this is just an estimation, not a guarantee. Right. And we do everything we can to make sure that we can maximize your insurance coverage because we know that people work hard for their insurance. Some people pay a lot of money for it. So we really want to try to get you the most. But at the end of the day, you know, we submit the claim and it's the person at the other end that's making the decision on their behalf. And so that's kind of, it's, it's sometimes I know can be frustrating for the patients and, and it's hard conversations for us, but we do everything we can to try to really let you be able to use the insurance that you have. So, yeah. And yeah. we uh, have so, other episodes of the podcast where we <laughs> talk only about insurance yeah. and how to try to understand your yeah. insurance, but it's, um, tricky. it's, it's tricky. It's a constant challenge. Yeah. 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 Um, what else would you want people to know in general about uh, chiropractic care? Um, so really the one thing I um, would recommend is um, I know it might be fun to watch the chiropractic videos on YouTube and TikTok, but I please, please, please urge you not to do that because 99.9% of the time that's not real life. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, you know, that chiropractic is very safe. It is very gentle. It's very effective. I know a lot of people um, are really maybe nervous about us moving bones in your spine, in your neck, but we are highly trained to be able to effectively do that very safely and very gently. And there, the risk is minimal. There's very, very little risk to, um, to getting, um, sub, uh, subluxations corrected. And if people really don't like, 
the idea of us using our hands. There are many other techniques that we can use that involve instruments that is very gentle, very specific to be able to move the bones of your spine very, very gently. That's sometimes how we adjust our infants that have little tiny bones. Um, and so really chiropractic care is very safe and it's very gentle. I'm so glad you said that because I've definitely had patients come in and say, I'm not doing that popping and cracking stuff. And I will encourage them to see the chiropractor and tell the chiropractor that what they're comfortable with and what they're not. Yeah. Um, and let them know that there are a lot of different modalities available mm -hmm. that are not necessarily the, I'm going to you know pop and crack and I'm not comfortable with that. Yeah. Well, some people want that. They're like, just everywhere. Oh, just, yeah. Just every, just adjust me everywhere. I'm like, well, let's see what you need first and then we'll go yeah. from there. We but. have a staff member that said, oh, you're talking to a chiropractor because I can't wait to get popped. And I was like, you have no idea what that getting pops all about, but she was excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Thank you so, thank you so thank much, you Jamie. This was so um, great. Thank yes. you. We like to leave you on a good note. So here's today's Tell Me Something Good board games. Shelly and I both love to have fun and be a little competitive. So when everyone kind of disperses out to their rooms or is just watching television, pull out an old board game. Candyland is always good for some family fun and some family competitiveness. Thank you for joining us today. Until next time, take care of yourself.